Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of the Virtual Ingenuity Business Podcast. We have a wonderful friend of mine here today. Her name is Brandy L. Holder. Brandy, my friends, is the brand voice nerd and empowerment coach who loves working with ambitious people that are ready to take action, ready to aim higher, friends, and achieve runway success, okay? She is a thoughtful problem solver and creative force with 20 years in this field of career-spanning economic development, housing, public safety, technology, trades, and entrepreneurship. My friend Brandy, she specializes in helping service-based solopreneurs and professionals in the public sphere to amplify their talents and values and to create extraordinary lives and legacies. Brandy is serious about what she does, friends. All right, let's welcome her to the Virtual Ingenuity Business Podcast. Brandy, how are you today? Hi, Claudine. Thank you for that beautiful intro. I am so excited to be here today. I always love when I can jump on and hear the excitement in your voice and see your face. It, it always uh, puts me at ease and I'm I'm happy to be here today talking with you. Thank you so much. You know, I always love our conversations. We, we always yeah. have fun. They ne- We never know where they're going. <laughs> I know. The fun <laughs> part about it. So Brandy, tell my listening audience your backstory. All right. Because I know that you were married and you had a husband and he had an illness that yes. you, a terminal illness. And so tell us a little bit about that and how that prepared you for what you're doing now in helping 100 legacies. Yeah. So it's one of those things, you know, you assume you're going to get married and be a newlywed and there's, you know, that's the thing you think about, right? Well, 44 days into my marriage, I found myself sitting in an oncologist's office, finding out that my husband had a very aggressive cancer. Um, I kind of knew up front that it was terminal. Of course, they don't tell you that because they want you to, you know, participate in your life and and live the best way you can. But to say it was disorienting is a complete and total understatement, right? Um, So at that time, I was really focused in on my on my marketing, I was writing for startups and working in the tech industry and really focused on using my marketing background to help my, my founders reach their goals. Um, But you know, after he died, he was sick for two years and I I really poured all of my time into caring for him and making sure that he was living, that we were squeezing all of of life out for him, right? That he was going to have all the experiences before he left this earth. And I was just working really hard on my business. And what happens when you lose somebody or go through any kind of dramatic change is that there's this awakening in you where you go, wow, you know, life is really short. And maybe I'm not doing something I really want to be doing because I'm scared or I don't know what, how to start or, you know, money's a number one concern. There's all these things that happen to you when your life changes. And sometimes you have that little seed in there and it won't refuse to go away. And so for me, when I finally got the nerve, I had been coaching my founders for a very long time, but it was part of a service offering. So when I got the nerve to really think about how to make that my full-time business and to work with the women who were, who were coming out of the woodwork to help me build their businesses, I, I did all the things, right? I, I hired someone to help me build the new site. I built the new program. I built the new messaging. I got the photo shoot. I did everything. And then the day of launch, I reverted everything back to what it was. 
I went all the way back and I, it was one of those things where I couldn't really identify what had happened there. I was just like, well, I'm not ready. You know, all those stories we say, I'm not ready. I don't have the following. I haven't done this. I haven't done that. Well, those are stories that we're telling. Right. And I had, what I didn't realize at the time was that I had completely and totally lost my confidence in myself because all of my time and attention was, was put elsewhere. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. That's a natural thing that we do in life. I I believe probably parents have that same experience. I'm not a parent, so I don't know that. But when you're pouring your time and attention elsewhere and you're not focused on, on, on your own needs, you leave yourself susceptible to staying in that muscle memory of caring for another person. So then when your own needs become front and center, you go, oh, wait how do I, what do I, you know, there's all this hesitation that happens around that. So that, that was kind of a thing that happened to me for about two years, sitting in that weird loss of confidence and, and uh, hesitation. So what do you think just caused that lack of confidence, just being in that, just being stagnant, which is really what I call it. I tell my clients, yeah. you know, even in business, it's so challenging not to, you talked about a website, developing your website and just letting it sit there. That's one of the yeah. worst things that you can do yeah. because then it just becomes stagnant. So when you, you know, post a blog, you've got to go back every two, three months and update that blog because yes. terminologies change. So becoming stagnant is not necessarily a good thing. And some clients think that, well, I've got a website. Now I'm good to go. Clients are going to come. Not necessarily. No. So fear is what stopped you, Brandy, from, yeah. um, from really hitting that go button and and, fear fear that's it so how did you yeah go ahead oh I was gonna say go go ahead I was gonna ask you how did you rebuild that self-confidence back oh um well is burying your head in the sand a strategy because I tried that for a little while (laughs) (laughs) which obviously didn't work but you know I think one of the things I was really really missing up front that I didn't realize was a supportive network mm. and it's not that my friends and family weren't supportive it was that I had not done the work of surrounding myself with a network of professionals who had been through the things who could recognize the struggle who would let me cry or scream or do whatever and also in my research I'm I'm writing a book um, based on going through this experience and and helping other people kind of recognize and and build ahead of that. So in my research of talking to, I talked to 800 people in 90 days and asked them, you know, I asked them questions like, what are you missing in your life? What do you think success looks like? What are you missing in, in success for yourself? And I'm also doing another training with another coach that's uh, opening up a neuroscience component. I'm not a neuroscientist, so I'm not going to pretend to be that. But what we're talking about there is if you are sitting in your own stories and other people's stories about you that are not um, pushing you out of fear, you're creating an automatic pathway always to make that choice to sit in fear. It's just an automatic piece that we do because we have this nasty judge that lives up there who can tell us things that aren't true. And if you're not bringing that into awareness and talking to other people about what that looks like, you're always going to continue to go down that pathway. But if you bring that into awareness and start to build a different pathway in your brain and you start to break out of, I mean, the fear is still there, right? I I feel fear every day with something that I'm doing, but now it's really exciting because I have other people to draw inspiration from and experiences. And so it's a different, it's a different kind of feeling. Right. And that's a great point that you brought out, Brandy, is the unknown is scary, isn't it? We always want to be control of our lives. And we know that 
and ultimately we're not right. So, yes. <laughs> you know, I think that, I think that mentorship is important. That's another point that you touched on a little bit. Yes. Um, I've said this before in my podcast, mentor, have a mentor or two or three, yes. um, someone that's, you know, I think that's at the same level of where you are, someone that's at the level that you want to go to. Right. And then, you know, just, and, and then maybe just somebody else to just um, give your um, ideas to. That's going to give yeah. you honest feedback and tell yes. you when that idea is a bad one or when that idea is great. And somebody is just going to be your cheerleader. Yes. I love so. that because there are different people. And I think you need every single one of them. You, you need someone who's going to go, wow, that, that feels really big, you know, and I don't know, but then you need the person who's going, yes, let's do it. And then you need the person definitely who's done the thing that you want to do. You know. And I tell you, because you're so great at what you do, I've even utilized you in the oh. past to to help me out if I'm, I'm stuck in a situation. I mean, you remember I called you up and I said, hey, Brandy, we got to meet, <laughs> you know, and you were yes. right there. Yes. So having that that person or people there really helps to just push you along. Well, so and thank great. you for saying that. And it, that's what I, I love about moving into the space now where I'm creating this network of such depth. And it's not like, I'm not talking to just strangers. I'm not running a campaign where I'm pulling strangers into my network. I am talking to them in a piece of depth because that's exactly what happens. If I have a day where I need some help, I know I can call Claudine who is going to cheerlead for me and help me look at things differently, or I'm going to call John, or I'm going to call Phil, or I'm going to call somebody who's, you know, got some depth of experience or something that they can bring to the conversation. And I just, that's really changed a lot for me. Yeah, vice versa. And I value I value you a lot. So and you know that, but I just want to let you know again. Well, thank you. Same. Yeah, thank you. So what tips, Brandy, do you have for someone that's lacking that confidence that just needs that extra push? We talked about mentorship. Is there anything else? Yeah, so I think I think the thing we forget is that it's not like you go from zero to 60 in confidence, right? It's, it's something that you have to be patient with yourself about, and you have to recognize every little step that you're taking, no matter how minor it is, right? Just bringing your thought patterns into awareness is a step, even if you don't know how to change it, you know, speaking your needs and trusting your gut, you know, sometimes we forget in business. And I know, I know a lot of business people who do this, and I've done this before, you know, taking someone into your business, who's not a fit because you're like so excited, right? Like, yay, we, we get so excited about the chase of business and we want to help everybody. And sometimes we bring people in who are not ready or are not a good fit. And it's the same thing with, um, you know, just trusting yourself to know that, that you can solve problems and that you can work through things. But just again, surrounding yourself with people who believe in you and want you to succeed. Um, I just feel like, I think that's just one of the biggest things uh, that we, we sometimes forget about. And then paying attention to the stories that other people tell about us too, because we can wear those, right? That's right. Trust yeah. your instincts. You, you know, you're, we all have instincts, paying attention to those. That's a great point. Trust yeah. it. You know, sometimes we want to have a client, maybe sometimes it's just for the money, which is the worst thing to do. I'll yeah. just take this client because I need the money. No, if your gut is telling you it's a bad decision. 99.9% of the time, it's a bad decision. Yeah. And it's going to be more of a headache. You know, so trust your instincts, trust your gut. If you need somebody to help you and, and walk you through it, then 
you know, have someone there, have that mentorship there that have that person there that you can talk to. Yeah. And, you know, being able to trust your gut. I, uh, I follow a couple of coach trainers, um, Rich Lipman and uh, Steve Chandler. And one of their things that they talk about the most is putting yourself in a situation where you're always thinking about how to serve others. And so reframing those conversations with, with, with clients, maybe who I took in that were not a good fit or people in my network who I know need something and they need someone to tell them the real, real truth as to what's going on, not the truth they want to hear. When you put yourself in that frame and it works in your relationships too, right? Where you're, where you're showing up to serve, you're going to speak from your gut and speak your truth and speak your own needs and boundaries and everything else that, that are parts of that confidence issue. Great. So Brandy, why is confidence so important in building a business and accomplishing your dreams? What's the benefit of, of having that, that confidence? Yeah. Um, I, I think that real genuine confidence empowers you to share your full talents and your potential with the world, right? Like it's about when you're really confident, it's going to empower you to share your messaging. And this is where I spend a lot of time talking with my clients, right? I spend a lot of time in messaging because what happens to us is we build a business. And so we go out and look for examples of successful businesses, right? We're like, oh, Nike does it this way. You know, so-and-so does it this way. I really like the way that this person in my network does it. But what you're ha- what's happening to you then is if you don't have the confidence to really, really speak about why you built that business, it's going to fall flat right? Because you're not speaking your truth about what it is you're trying to change in the industry or what it is that you think that you could do better than anybody else in this world. So it's really about that, that, that push to serve yourself and others so powerfully comes from confidence. Um, You know, it helps you take decisive actions when you're unsure of the outcome. Um, It helps you persist through setbacks and challenges. We're always going to have those, right? But, and those glitches are going to come up, but when you feel really confident about what you're doing and, and what the, the work and the legacy that you're creating, you're going to move through that a little more easily. And then you're going to put your work out there so boldly that people have to take notice. That's right. So believing in yourself. And again, with your um, business, that's what you help your clients to, to realize is, you know, they may have a business that they want to do, but how do they bring that confidence out in themselves? And you're such yes. a pro at helping them to do that and realize really what their that confidence, it, how do you build and bring out that confidence? Yes. And then how do you can hear forward. it? You can hear it. Yes. And I remember when I was it. talking to you, you'd mentioned to me, gosh, Claudine, you're so passionate about this, this topic. You know, you're, you're really good at listening to that. So your clients are very um, are are very lucky to have you. Yeah. Well, thank you. And that's the thing is when, when you speak what you're passionate about, you find your people because they hear it. They're going to be listening to your podcast, Claudine, and they're going to hear you talk about that thing. And they're going to go, this is my person. I got to find a way to spend more time with this person, whether it's being involved in your podcast, buying your, your course or your book or whatever, or buying your services. They want to be around that thing that you are speaking to them. They hear it. That's right. So Brandy, you could have chosen any number. You didn't even have to choose a number of of women, particularly women. I want to know why women, number one, 
And I want to know why are you inspired to help 100 women and empower 100 women? Yeah. So uh, I'll be honest. I pulled that number out of the air. Kind of, right? Um, I spent seven years working primarily with men in the tech industry because that's just where we still are in our in our country. We have mostly men uh, founding startups. It's not to say that it was all men, but that, that's just primarily where I was at the time. And while that was rewarding in so many ways, I just was awakened to this mission more specifically to help women create meaningful legacies through my coaching. And it's just one of those things that started to happen when I really realized that I had some different gifts to share. I was speaking that and those people were showing up, right? And as I started to work with them, I got really excited about what we could do. So the 100 women just kind of gave me a tangible goal that gave me something to work toward. And, you know, it's kind of like a clear objective, right? A metric. Um, But it that hundred women feel, and everybody's like, well, why not a thousand? Why not a million? And really specifically, it gave me the ability to work with each woman very closely to provide deep personalized support for where they are starting in their transformation and where they want to go. Because I do really hands-on one-on-one program. And um, I think there are a lot of merits to group coaching. I don't want to knock that, but I believe that there are certain things that you need to do one-on-one. And so that hundred hundred people is a a really tangible goal. And then think about what happens. So a hundred women is sounds small, but each time that you positively impact them and they change the way that they're showing up in the world, there's a ripple effect, right? It's changing them. It's changing the people around them. And that feels so exciting to me. Great. And I know um, from experience that when you meet with your clients, it really is an individualized Um, plan for each person because each person brings a different set of goals and they're at different stages in their entrepreneurship. So I I love that your plan is very individualized. So then, Brandy, you mentioned about legacy. What do you define as really a legacy? You want to leave this legacy. What do you mean by that? Oh gosh, whenever I think about this word legacy, it still brings, it gives me chills. And it's, it's the word that I put in my, in my stuff, but it's still like, it still feels so joyful to me every time I hear someone say it. And, you know, it's funny because I think when we think of a legacy, we automatically go to like, you know, the positive change you bring in the world, like using your talents to make an impact beyond yourself, which is true. You know, you think about people that build nonprofits to erase hunger or entrepreneurs that are building ethical, sustainable companies. And while I believe that that's absolutely beautiful, those are beautiful examples of building a legacy. I'm talking about something much smaller, right? I am talking about authors who are birthing stories that readers will read for generations. Your story that you create today is going to be picked up by someone's great, great granddaughter, you know, um, artists that are creating work, um, building when you're, when you're showing your daughter that you're building a business, you are nurturing that generation in your own house. So when I think about people building a legacy, it's not some work that you're, you're doing 
by yourself. You know, you're creating financial freedom. You're creating a space for joy in your life. You're you're doing work that you love that feels purposeful and fulfilling to you. And that fundamentally changes the way that you show up in your relationships. It changes how you show up as a mother, sister, daughter, friend. It changes how you show up in your community. It changes how you show up with your clients. And that's your legacy. Think about people you've come in contact with that you never, maybe never meet again. And you're like, you think about them and you think about how they showed up in the world. That's a legacy. And when you start really small thinking about that, you can build something really, really big. So you just broke that down. I mean, really well. So examples of just building legacies, you start small. It's anybody that you talk to about what you do. Yes. Right. That's that's as simple as it gets. So why, I thought about this question and, and why um, should you approach your career as building a legacy? That's such a strong word, Brandy, that yeah. legacy. But when you broke yeah. it down, that, that really made, it, it made it seem easier and not no. as scary. So that was my goal. And for the people who are just going to hear this on the podcast, I got my jazz hands out because I get really (laughs) excited about, I get really, really excited about thinking about sitting in the realm of bigger possibilities. That's what we're talking about here, right? I think that when people go and hire a coach or something like that, they think about this, everybody does the same thing, right? They're like, what are your big goals? How do we break those down? What do you want to achieve? But I found for my own self that, my goal for a long time in my life was to make a lot of money. Right. So I chased this money thing and I made it. And then once you make it, you're like, Oh, okay, well, cool. I made it. My life is easier because I can pay the bills, but then there's like an end feeling and I'm in my forties. That's not the end there. That's not building something. What I was actually seeking Claudine was financial freedom. So that's what I'm asking my clients to do is think about whether you work for someone or you work for yourself or you want to build a business, what is it that you really, really want? Is it joy? Is it space in your life to to pursue your passions? Is it financial freedom? Is it better relationships? And once you start to really think about the values that are important to you and what you want to do based on that, you can take these little tiny steps. And I've had this happen to clients. It's really interesting because I asked them to paint a picture of their dream lifestyle. And I am talking like, if you want to be sitting on a yacht, shipping, you know, sipping champagne or coffee or whatever this crazy thing is that feels so impossible right now, you want to have 17 dogs on a ranch and be married and have kids, you know, whatever that looks like, we go through the whole picture of what that looks like. Because what I find is when people start doing this work and start working in that space of of joy or financial freedom or or shaping something that their daughter can pick up later they start to click those places those pieces into place and i go oh by the way remember how you said you wanted that ranch and 17 dogs well you got four and now you're looking at property out here because you've changed how much money is coming in you know they start to click these things in without realizing it and i so for me that's the purpose how are you building that work so that you are waking up every day excited to do the thing that you do. You know what, Brandy, you know, when I think about you, what, what I think about is that you are a vision board with actionable steps. You're like a mm. human vision board with actionable steps. Oh, and I, I love th- that. That's what you were. 
that's what you are when I think about you other than, oh. you know, other great things. Cause we have a lot of fun together, but business wise, that's just what I think you have that vision. You get that vision from your client and then you show them the actionable steps to achieve that vision. Yes. And you and walk hold them, them accountable. Yes. And you hold them accountable. Yeah, that's right. When we see that fear and that doubt and that judge creep in, I go, Hey, Mm-hmm. This is not your friend right here. That's right. And you pull yeah. them back in. That's right. Yeah. So Brandy, how, how can we identify our passions then and turn them into fulfilling, a fulfilling legacy, even though we're, you know, maybe in our fifties, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. we're not 20 something like, you know, these entrepreneurs are, they're on TikTok. They're making all these reels and yeah. they, they start out younger now you yes. know, than maybe we did. Well, so I think that's really what it is. It's first of all, it's never too late. You know, I, I really meandered through my life for most of it, having no sense of direction of what I wanted, what I wanted to be when I grew up, what I wanted, what I wanted to leave, you know, behind when I left this world, I had like zero, zero ideas. And obviously I'm, I'm in my forties. I'm still young enough to do anything I want, but I believe that I meet people in their fifties and sixties who still haven't found that thing yet, but there is this spark, there's the spark happening and they don't want to miss it. Right. Um, and so I think really what we're talking about is examining your core motivations. You know, what energizes you? That's one of my favorite questions to ask, because it could be something really like, you know, people are, I'm building a business with someone and I'm like, what energizes you? And they're like going and spraying my plants or picking my flowers or, organizing something in a word document. And they're like, this sounds so silly, but I love auditing stuff. I'm like, but that's, so let's talk about what that, you know, what that means. When you start to really think about what energizes you, it can be anything. It doesn't always have to be like, you know, ending poverty or world hunger. You know, we think about these things that are really big and it can be something that you start with really small. So it's examining your core motivations. You know, what energizes you? Where do you feel the most creative? Where do you feel the most drained? I spend a lot of time talking about what it is you don't want. You know, the work that you're doing that you don't want. How do we examine what that is behind that and figure out ways to move you from that? And then, you know, reflecting on your childhood dreams that you had before practicalities limited you and before those limiting beliefs crept in. Because we don't get born with those, right? We develop that. Um And then, you know, again, just observing what captivates you and and what topics you find yourself reading about or researching or, you know, that absorb you. I think, I think that's really where it starts is looking at uh, literally, literally what brings you joy and excitement and energy in your day. That's right. Going back to that inner child. That's so important because we always think, well, we're an adult now. We don't need to talk about what we enjoyed doing as a child. It's different, but not necessarily. Yeah. You've got to tap into that inner child, right? Yeah. So I, one of the things I've always had is I've been really an empathetic person. And so that can be a struggle for someone building a business, right? Because you want to, you're, you're thinking about how things impact the other person, but I I think that's a beautiful thing. So coaching for me was always going to be built into some end product for me, but I denied myself doing that work because I didn't feel like it was practical. I didn't want to call myself coach. I did not want to call myself a coach because I felt like that was like, Ew, everybody's a coach, but a coach is a leader. A coach is a leader who is helping you bring stuff out in yourself and to overcome obstacles. And so that's really what we're talking about here is, 
going back to those little tiny inner pieces that you just did not have the courage to bring to the light. Very good point. So, um, Brandy, we talked about a lot of great things today and finding that confidence and you help your clients to do that and bring those con- those um, confidences out and put actionable plans to achieving whatever their goals are. So in your opinion, what is the, the if our listeners could have one takeaway today from all of the, the wonderful things that we talked about, what is that one takeaway and what is that one thing that if someone is struggling right now that you would tell them to do to to get them on their way to to taking step one of those actionable steps? Oh, that's a really big question. And the, the first thing that comes out of my gut is courage. To be so courageous and so to take so much ownership of what you feel is right and what what means something to you, whether it's your messaging, your business, or how you're going to show up in your relationships or show up in your life. It's it's really about being courageous in who you are. And I think for so many people, that's the hardest part is they go and look at what's out there and they look so unlike anything else on the market that they dial it back. So that's what I'm asking you to do today is to not dial it back, is to be very, very courageous in who you are and what you believe in because your people are going to find you. So the action step in that is different for everybody, right? Because it's it's about, if you're not feeling courageous, is it because you're you're saying lots of nasty things to yourself? You know, are you, are you having a lot of negative self-talk, which I believe honestly, Claudine, is happening to most of us all the time. Agreed. So that would be probably the first thing I would ever ask somebody. Tell me when you want to do this thing and you pull back, tell me what you said to yourself and why you hesitated. And then we can go from there. Okay. So through all of this, this uh, health issues that, you know, you, your husband had, you had such a short time to be with him, Brandy, and you gained that courage to start your business, what is the one piece of advice that you wish someone had given you when starting that your business? Oh, talk to strangers. Ah, Go build a network, be around inspiring people. You know, I mean, even if it's a podcast of, I listen to a lot of podcasts of uh, stories about founders who failed because when you listen to people, I mean, whiff, right? Like they've just fallen on their face. They have just fallen down from grace and they've made this really big public mistake. What happens after that when they get back up is so courageous and we can all do that, right? So finding inspiration in your network of other people doing big things, meeting strangers. Like I said, I talked to 800 people in 90 days. That was me holding myself accountable to doing the work that I asked my clients to do every single day. And it had the most profound transformation on my my business than anything else has ever done. And Brandy gets you comfortable talking in front of other people. You know, we hear about if you have a 30 second um, statement sentence that you want to say about your business, that by far gets you comfortable talking with people. My kids do not like to follow me 
in the store if I say I'm running to a, a store because they're like, mom, you're going to talk to everybody. But that's one of the reasons is everybody has a story. I love hearing people's story and yeah. you never know what you have in common. Yes. Right? And it's not about doing business with everybody. That's not the point. Yes. yes. The point too, is to get you comfortable talking with people. Yeah. Right. And then in turn, it, it, it builds your confidence to talking about your, your business eventually. Yes, that's absolutely 1000% right. When I embarked on that project to talk to my entire, my LinkedIn network has grown now, by the way, as a result of doing that work, right? Um, but when I made that my goal, it wasn't to sell anybody anything. I did zero sales pitches unless they asked me what I did. Then we talked about it. But my goal literally was to check in and say, hey, how are you doing? You know how many people said to me, no one checks in and asks me how I'm doing. They, they get in my DMs and they try to sell me something. Genuine person coming in and saying, hey, how are things going for you? That's are right. You good? You want to have right. a conversation? Yeah. I get that too, because some it's not about selling. It's just genuinely yeah. caring about that person and getting to know that person. Same thing happens to me, Brandy. You know, it's just yeah. a matter of how are you today? You know, what was the best part of your day? You know, and people really appreciate that. It's just like um, sending just cards just to check up on someone, just a handwritten note of yes. someone you just met, or you could have known them for 10 years, but hey, I'm just thinking about you. Well, you do that and you do it very well. You Aww. do both things. So that's how we ended up here today because we were strangers. We were strangers. For and we a long met. Time. And then I was like, wow, there's some wonderful energy going on here. And then you sent me a card and I was like, I can never forget Claudine because that's mm -hmm. such a thing that we don't do anymore. It's true. It's a lost art, isn't it? But yes, you know, it I, is. grew, I grew up writing. I love me writing. Too. And I think yeah. it's so important to make people feel special. Yes. And um, just tell people now how you really how you feel that you really love them and that you appreciate them. It's so important. Yeah. So, you know, since then, you're right. That was one of the ways that is how we met. Right. Yep. And and you are my mate motivating force. We're cheerleaders <laughs> for each other. And I love it. Yes. I love it. Yeah. Yes. Me too. Well, thank you, Brandy, so much for joining me on the Virtual Ingenuity Business Podcast and giving my listening audience just amazing, amazing information to get them either started or to continue them to continue along their journey. Um, so guys, Brandy, where can my listening audience find you? So I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn. Um, so that, that would just be, I, I don't know if you'll attach links here, but it would just be my name, Brandy Holder on LinkedIn. You can find me there. Um, you can find me on my website, same thing. It's under my name, but really um, that's where I'm, I'm actually building a community on LinkedIn as well. I have a private book club and community there. So if you find yourself interested in being around other professionals, professionals and doing this work we talked about today too. That's, that would be a great place. Look me up there and DM me. That's great. And guys, it's Brandy with an I, B-R-A-N-D-I holder, H-O-L-D-E-R. And again, in the show notes, I'll have all of Brandy's contact information so you can find her easily. My friends, um, Brandy, thank you again for, for talking with me today. And, um, Friends, I want to thank you too. Uh, you know that Virtual Ingenuity, we provide uh, optimized marketing, brand consulting, strategic planning for your business. You know how to where to find us, www.virtualingenuityllc.com. You can find Brandy Holder on LinkedIn. 
And until next time, my friends, let's impact together.